yes, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you this morning? Congratulations. I see you're going to come out number one on the New York Times bestseller list. That's quite an achievement. Second week in the row, yes. I'm very excited about it. So obviously there is great big news about your former boss this morning, the New York Times anonymous uh, op-ed that ran yesterday. Uh, What was your reaction when you read that? You know, when I read it, I really thought about the implication for not just the White House or for the president, but for the American people, um, that we would have to have someone, you know, do this anonymously and work behind the scenes to keep the president from causing any further harm to the country. I think it's a statement of where we are in this country today. Omarosa, do you feel as if you got something started with your book, Unhinged, which upon its release really revealed many of the secrets that many Americans might be thinking about this administration? Yeah, you know, I thought it was important in Unhinged to give people a behind-the-scenes look, to pull the curtain back so that people could know the type of decisions were being made, but more importantly, how those decisions were made what it's like in the Oval Office, what it's like on Air Force One, what it's like in the cabinet meetings. I wanted to give the American people a chance to know the truth because, you know, the truth still matters. Would you characterize yourself as, as the New York Times characterized that op-ed as a member of the internal resistance before you left the administration? Definitely a part of the resistance. I mean, I write in the book about managing Donald Trump's moves and removing, you know, moving documents, putting documents on, trying to make sure that he didn't make decisions that would particularly harm the African-American community. And then even as I was preparing to leave to make sure that there was someone still in there working on African-American issues to safeguard our community from some of these impulsive decisions that Donald Trump seems to make. So, yeah, I would characterize myself as a member of the resistance. I mean, the truth is, enough is enough. This is We have gone as far as we can with this man doing the things that he's doing that are impacting our community every single day. With your book, Unhinged, with this New York Times op-ed piece, there seems to be an in- a call to action coming from those of you who are in the administration or have been a part of the administration, a message to the American people. What would you say that message is? The message to the American people is that, first and foremost, you deserve the truth. The second is you deserve a president who is able to fulfill the duties of his office. And the third is you don't and you shouldn't live in constant fear about what he will or will not do. We need stability in our democracy, and we need that now. Have you at all been surprised, or what has been the reaction to you since you released the book, you released those audio tapes, and are there any more audio tapes that you have to share? I think the most surprising thing is the President of the United States attempting to get me arrested by the Department of Justice and ordering the Attorney General of the United States to try to detain me. I think that that shows even more how completely unhinged he has become. That was first and foremost the most shocking thing that happened since the release of the book. The second was the fact that he and his legal team have tried to bully me and threaten me and silence me, first by having his daughter uh, attempt to buy me off with a bribe, and then secondly by having his legal team try to constantly send letters to my publisher and to myself. And so, yes, I am so glad that I have those recordings because I think people would have a hard time believing that this type of corruption is happening in this country. 
Omarosa, what made you make those recordings, being inside this administration, knowing that perhaps things were going sideways at some point? You did that to protect yourself, did you? Oh, I think it's, it's not only to protect myself, but also, you know, people are on one end of the spectrum or the other. But when they hear it for themselves, they can make their own decisions about what's really happening. To hear General Kelly threaten me, saying things can get ugly for me, or that there'll be damage to my reputation, to hear it for themselves, they were able to discern that something just isn't right. And so, yeah, you know, I did that because as the only African-American senior staffer in the White House, I knew, one, I had to protect myself, but two, I had to protect the country. Have you been able to maintain any contact or relationships with some of your colleagues inside 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? I mean, I think it's important to note it's my second time working in the White House, and about 30 to 40 percent of the people who work in the White House have been there. They are career uh, politicians, and they've been serving for a long time. And so many of them are still there. They'll be there once Donald Trump leaves. They have been my friends. They've been supportive since I first entered the White House way back in 1998. And so, yes, I have relationships with the career folks, but I also have relationships with people who are still serving who will talk to me and lament to me about their desire to get out, their desire to find other um, jobs, job opportunities, but also to protect themselves as well. Now, you did not leave the administration voluntarily, but are you glad you're gone? I didn't leave voluntarily. In fact, the first chapter of my book, Unhinged, describes the absolute terror of being locked in the Situation Room, of being threatened, of asking repeatedly to leave and not being allowed to leave. You're absolutely right. That was terrifying, and I don't think that that should happen to anyone. And to answer your question, I thank God every single day that I am not working for a boss who demeans, who calls his employees' names, who talks about them and causes all type of anxiety and fear. There are people who are listening right now who works for a boss who is a terror. I worked for 11 months for probably the worst boss in the world. And so I am happy to be out, and I pray for the people who still remain in the White House. Now, Omarosa, you had a very long-term relationship with President Trump prior to his election to the White House. What do you think changed between the time you first began to know him, working for him at The Apprentice and in other, in other areas, and where we are today? Oh, I mean, I think I saw that change so dramatically even in the first week, first month in the White House, power goes to your head in ways that I can't describe. And the sheer power that Donald Trump has, he was not equipped to deal with that, not a measured leader, not prepared for the office. And it was very shocking. Um, But I, I, I do hope that the people who are still working to keep and protect us from his impulses, from his, his behaviors, um, we'll continue to fight to make sure that there won't be further damage to our country. I can't let you go without asking, do you think you know who wrote the NYT op-ed? Any I guesses? Do. I think I know. <laughs> um, I suspect it's someone on uh, Pence's staff. Uh, just reading it and being familiar with, he has three uh, senior staffers, assistants to the president, deputy assistants to the president who would fit the description of this person, who I suspect could be the author of this op-ed. And this would be someone who would have access to the president, would be 
in the room during those meetings and would have an opportunity to observe the things that were described? Yes, that's correct. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.